This is the I Don't Like Monday show. I am Davide Donato. And I'm Liz Gallant. And today we're going to dive into songs that have deeper meanings. All right, welcome back to the I Don't Like Monday show. I'm your host, Davide Donato. And I'm your other host, Liz Gallant. And today we're talking about for the fifth and final episode under Brando's reign, Darkness by Eminem. Yeah, so for this episode, we're going to start off by getting into the true crime event that Darkness was written about. And then we are going to get into the societal impact that this song had. So do you want to start off by telling me what this song was about? Sure. So this episode, unlike the other episodes, because the majority, the well, the other four episodes that we have done previously, if you have listened to them you will notice there's something similar, right? They're all one specific crime case about uh, one person killing another person, and that's usually about it. In this case, we're actually doing a an event, okay? This one is a shooting, uh, the 2017 Las Vegas shooting, uh, which is which the Eminem song Darkness was about. The whole album app actually was a mark, much darker theme, but this one, to my knowledge, is the only one that's based on uh, true events. Yeah, and this song actually, it really, it took off right away. Like within like 12 hours of it, like coming out, apparently like... The album. Yeah, so the album yeah, right the away... Album, not the song. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, right away when the album came out, it was met with uh, critical success. And that's not surprising because what he has done for the past two or three albums, to my knowledge is uh, he releases them without any previous uh, advertisement. So the second it's found out, everyone goes crazy and everyone listens to it, you know, and that's what happened for this album, same thing. But this song in particular was met with mixed reviews, right? Because since it was based on an actual event, it got people talking and the event was about, um, well, people thought, that the song was, since it was written in the first person, people thought that he was he was in support of violence, specifically in support of the murder. Which is crazy to me. I feel like people like that, like, just want any reason to like hate on like rap artists and yeah. just like. Well, I don't. I don't think it was. They just wanted to hate on rap artists because it was some people who were saying, "Oh, I've loved Eminem since the beginning." but they didn't like it because they thought that he was in support of this crime. But the I reason like it's why it's very I, clear though, that he wasn't, he even has yeah. at the end, like it's because everyone wants their five seconds of violence. fame. People are stupid. Yeah. Right? People is. nowadays want their five seconds of fame. And that's what they 100% got by complaining about a song, making it famous, frankly, made, made him more money. Yeah. Honestly, he by, should, yeah. Eminem's probably thanking them. By saying it was a horrible song, oh, blah, 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 he's in support of this heinous crime. Uh, never once did he say that. The reason why he did it in first person, yeah, was it an interesting and possibly dangerous route to take? Yeah. But he didn't do it badly because he could have made it sound, yeah, like he was in support of the things, all right? He could have done it in a bad way and it could have come out like that. But instead, he very, very clearly mentioned, because he wrote the room for us, all right? He, he told us how the room looked like okay all the alcohol bottles all the bottle cap all the yeah, uh, so the, the the pill pill bottles they found in um 
in his room, in the, the real murderer's room. Yeah, the real murderer who, Stephen Paddock, is yeah. the, the mass murderer. We'll and get he to, had a hotel room, right? We'll get to that in a minute. But okay, the cool. song was, it mentioned all these things. It showed you what happened. So you knew, okay, this is not in support. It's just showing you what the fuck was going on. So you had an idea of an interesting route, but to go what to see what was going on in that guy's head. Okay, yeah. what was going on in Stephen Paddock's head when he was doing this, all right? So there's some lyrics, all right? I haven't pulled up. And this is what I find is really interesting, all right? So he says, if you're looking, if you'd like to know the reason why I did this, you'll never find a motive. Truth is, I know I have no idea. I'm just as stumped. No signs of mental illness. Just trying to show you the reasons why we're all so fucked. Yeah, which in a case like this, you you would think that mental illness is involved. Yeah, so that's where it's interesting. There was no doctor who gave him any note or or any uh, prescription for any any mental illness. All right, but the thing is, because he, he 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 was never prescribed for any of that stuff, so he should have been what would have been a pretty normal person. Okay. That he, to my knowledge, lived a regular life, a regular life, um, and something pretty interesting. The past uh, last year, there was an interview done by a guy. I don't remember the guy's name. I think early last year or beginning of this year, he did an interview talking about it, saying he knew the guy, the real Stephen Paddock, from between the years of 2014 to 2017. All right, and he says in 2014, he's nice. And the past three years afterward, from 2015 to 17, he noticed there's something a little odd about him. He said, within the next, the paddock said, within the next three years, I will do something. I will shoot something up. And he even mentioned that he had been uh, stockpiling weapons. Which honestly, if you, like, I can't even, I'm trying to think, I'm like, if one of my friends were to say that to me or something, I feel like you just think they're joking. Yeah. You just think they're saying some sort of like sick joke, especially if they just mention it once and then they never mention it again. And but imagine, imagine being that friend and then this happening and being like, oh, fuck. Like, maybe I should have reported him to the police. Maybe I should have done something about it. But, but. the thing is, though, you can't really report someone until you're confident that they're going to do something. And exactly. if all you hear you from them, do. yeah. And if all you hear from them is like a phone call or a letter every now and then, yeah. then how do you know if it's actually going to happen? Because if you say it when he first mentioned it, it could have purely been a fucked up thought. All right. Yeah. And... If he just constantly says it, he's saying, oh, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something. All right. At that point, it's like the boy who called wolf, who cried wolf. Okay. He never actually did it until he finally did it. And then this guy was, oh, fuck. He actually did it. Yeah, so in the music video, um, it it is also first person perspective, but there's like, it's not graphic at all. Like, it's kind of like very blurry. And um, in the music video, there's an image of like a blurry man in a cowboy hat that bears a resemblance to Jason Alden, who was who was on stage performing when Paddock started shooting. And at the end of the clip, Eminem actually urges viewers to vote for gun law reform, which just proves even further that this is not a, so a bad song. This isn't a song that's promoting 
gun violence. This is a song that is against gun violence, and I I don't know how other people can't can't see that. Yeah, like we mentioned before, people just wanted their five seconds of fame. Yeah, so this song um, was actually, it was released in 2020, uh, three years after the 2017 shooting, which was um, Paddock, uh, Stephen Paddock opened fire from a hotel room on concert goers who were attending the Route 91 Harvest Music Festival um, on the Las Vegas Strip. There were 59 fatalities, and in the end, Paddock ended up committing suicide. So in this song, there are um, the ra- the rapping is offset by a repeat every four bars of "Hello Darkness, My Old Friend," as an interpolation of a lyric from uh, Simon and Garfunkel's "The Sound of Silence." And this actually isn't the first time Eminem has sampled um, a Saul Pyman a Saul Pyman song. A Saul Pyman song. A Saul Pyman song. You know, Saul Pyman's my favorite. Yeah, me person. too. A Paul Simon but song. Paul Simon. Oh, I hate him. Saul Pyman, my favorite. <laughs> yeah, but um, in on his 1999's "Murder, Murder," um, he borrowed uh, a song. Uh, he he borrowed a Fifty Ways to Leave Your Lover," which I love. That song. That is an amazing song. I can't um, say I know that song. Fifty ways to leave your lover. I don't know. Well, the cool ones out there who know it, we get each other. Sure. So. <laughs> sure. So, um, this is actually isn't the first time Eminem has used his platform to talk about real issues either. In 2004, he released um, a song called Mosh that protested the, um, the Iraq war and was framed as a voting rights anthem. And his, um, in his 2017 um, Bet Freestyle, he um, rapped about like it was all, all like anti-Trump. Ah. So like he's very political in his music, and that's this isn't the first time that he's. He also he also made a song. Um, it was uh, in protest, I think, um, about putting hamsters up your ass. We're not mentioning this. No, not again. I cut it out of the last one. I'm like, why? It was. We're not talking about the best hamster part. ass. It was the best no, part. No, it wasn't. It was the it best was part. Everybody here agrees with me. No, because I'm here and I don't agree with you. The 10 fans in the US of A agree with me. The six fans in the UK agree with me. Guys, do you like that song? What is it called? Fack. Fack? Yeah. Do you like the song Fack where Eminem shoves a hamster hamster up his ass? ass? No, I I think the answer is no. I I think generally speaking, people wouldn't like that. I, I think it was a great song. Everyone I know loves it. I'm I'm confident that all our listeners love it, especially that one person in Malaysia. They love it. See, see that guys, we're watching. We know where you are. We oh, know yeah. we know who's listening and where. Not the exact location. The fact that you we're just said to... that our listeners went from Bye guys. 6 to 0. It was nice knowing you. Have yeah. fun listening to other podcasts less creepy than this. Yeah, because Liz did not just admit to like stalking you. Anyways, if you want to listen to more or any of our previous podcast episodes, of course, we're on Spotify, on Amazon Music, Deezer, and possibly even Apple Music. I'm not sure, but apparently we are. And follow us on social media too. The IDLM Show. It's a very good social media and our podcast is even better. 
And we have a little announcement about the episodes changing because like Davide said at the beginning, our teacher is- The fifth and final episode under Brando's reign. So we, we're releasing these for our podcasting class and now we are going to be making them longer, maybe talking about a little more, broaden, broadening our horizons a little bit, talking about a little more than just- Yeah, it's going to be- um anything and everything yeah aren't you guys excited i sure am 